Welcome to this week's class on Chassidus. We're going to be learning a beautiful Chassidic discourse from the Rebbe. The name of the Chassidic discourse is called Asher Boro. The Rebbe said <coughs> this Chassidic discourse the night before the 14th day of Kislev, which is the anniversary of the marriage of the Rebbe to the Rebbetzin, in the year Tavshin Lamates, 44 years ago. The Rebbe went on to certify this Hasidic discourse in honor of Yudalad Kislev, the 14th day of the Kislev, in the year Tavshinun, 33 years ago. So again, the Hasidic discourse is based on one of the beautiful blessings that we say at a marriage, the seventh blessing, where it says, Asherbara, that Hashem created, Sosoin v'simcha, Chasom v'chala, Gila, Rina, Ditsa, Vechedva, Ava, Viachva, Vishalim, Vereus. So there's ten different expressions of joy and happiness and love and peace and brotherhood and mentioning obviously the Chasan and Kala. So the Rebbe brings that the, uh, the previous Rebbe explains in a Hasidic discourse on this, on, on this, on this verse of Asher Bara, which is printed in the, in the Kuntris, the books of the Hasidic discourses of the of the of the wedding in the year Tafresh Paytes, and he brings in the Zoyer. The Zohar says in Parshish Truma, and he explains in depth all the different seven blessings that he blessed the Chasan and Kala, and he says in reference to the seventh blessing, which is this blessing, Ashabara, which includes all the blessings that the Zoyer says, I'll say it in Aramaic, Shviya Iu Mekayim Kula. This seventh blessing completes all the blessings. And what is the seventh blessing? Well, that it blesses all of them. It includes also the ten utterances. And this is all in the Zohar. I'm, I'm translating from Aramaic. And in, in here you have included the high level of the ten utterances and the lower level of, 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 of the ten utterances. And this is all included... The, in, the, in, in, in this, this seventh blessing, which has this ten expressions of joy and happiness. So that's a quote from the Zoya. So the Rebbe says that the previous Rebbe explains in his Chilic discourse that when he says it's included the ten utterances, it's referring to the Aseris Hadibrois, the ten commandments in the Torah, which is called the high level of, of, of expression of ten, and the ten Maimores, the ten utterances Hashem used, the lower ones to create the world. Now, since this blessing, the, the seventh blessing, which is which has in it the ten different levels of, 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 of joy and happiness, and since the according to the Zoyar, it's a reference to the ten the, uh, 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 the ten words that Hashem used to create the world, and the ten the Aseris Hadibrois. So that's why you have in there ten different expressions of happiness. Again, besides the, the two words of Chasm and Kalos, that makes it twelve in the verse, but the expression of happiness is ten. And what's the idea of ten? It's ideas to draw in simcha, to draw in joy and happiness into every one of these spherot of the ten spheroids and the ten and, and also in the ten uh and the ten urns Hashem used to create the world. And why is that? Because through the fact that you have 10 different expressions of simcha of joy. So what happens is, you create at the 10 utterances, and the 10 dibrois, and the 10 spheres are complete. And like it says, like it's based on what's explained in, in many, many places in Chassidus, based on the verse, Aim habonim so you see that when is something complete? When there's simcha. 
So if you want to have the ten, the the the, 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 the ten commandments, and you want the ten utterances, and you want the ten spheres, and you want it to be complete, you want it to be strong, you want it to be solid, you need to have simcha embedded with each one of them. And that's what this verse does. Ashabara sasana simcha infuses everything with with, a, with joy and happiness. And he continues on to say over there in the Zohar, which again is the previous Torah explains in the Chassidic discourse in reference to the seventh blessing of the Sheva Brachot, that the Jewish people are meritorious because we create a a powerful energy um, down here, just like it's on, on on high in heaven. In other words, that this blessing is is here to praise God. And, and, and to acknowledge God and the fact that the Jewish people when we do our spiritual work we transform and we purify and we refine the physical world that it should be on the level of, a, of, of the way it's on a spiritual level and through when we do our voida, when we do our spiritual work we draw down the revelation of the infinite light also not only down here but we also bring the light on high Again, that is from the Zoya, the way the, the previous Rebbe explains it. Now they're going to explain it, and he says as follows. In other words, he's going to explain the whole idea, but also the connection, the fact that we're meritorious, that we refine the physical world, and should be on the level of on, a, on the spiritual world, and also the connection between that and the idea of Chassan and Kala, the bride and the groom. Why? Because we know that it's brought down in Tanya, the Altabra says, that everything down here in this world gets, it, it, it comes down, Mishtal comes down from the way it's on high. Or like the expression, it, 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 it flows down from high down to low. So the same thing also when it comes to the Chassan and Kala down here in this world. That they, that they get their energy from the Chassan and Kala on high. So everything that takes place here comes from a higher source. So the Chassan and Kala down here, where do they get the energy from the Chassan and Kala on high? What is the spiritual Chassan and Kala? So we know the spiritual Chassan and Kala is referring to the union between HaKadosh Baruch Hu, God and the Jewish people. That God we know is the ultimate groom and the Jewish people the ultimate bride. And from that union of God and the Jewish people, that draws down energy to the bride and the groom down in this world. And like it's explained at length in the different Hasidic discourses that the Chassan and the Kala, the bride and the groom, that it speaks about in Shir Hashim and Songs of Songs, what is it referring to? It's referring to God and the Jewish people. And like it says in, 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 in the Prophets, from King Solomon, when it says, the day of his marriage, what is it referring to? The day of Matan Torah, when Hashem gave us a Torah. Why? Because what is the spiritual significance of Matan Torah? That's when we got married to God. God is the groom, we are the bride, and that took place on, on, on Matan Torah. And based on that, there explains, that's why it says, someone that has a good heart should always uh, drink and party and celebrate. Why we start partying and celebrating every day? Not just to have a drink or lachayim, because the fact is, because every single day we experience Matan Torah. Matan Torah is not just a story of the past, but every single day we relive Matan Torah. And like we say, when we make the blessing before studying Torah, and we make the blessing every single day, what do we say in the blessing? Noisein HaTorah. Not Nasan, he gave the Torah in the past, but Noisein. God is giving us a Torah right now, an expression 
question of hoiva, present. God is constantly giving us a Torah. Up until the point that whoever reads the Torah, Hashem is sitting and learning with you. So when you sit down right now in your house, in your office, in your car, wherever you are, and you take out a Chumash, and you take out a Mishnah, you take out a Talmud, you take out a Chassidus, you're listening to this class, Hashem is learning with you. And like the Altarer explains, this that we say, that Hashem is learning with you, it doesn't mean Hashem is only learning with you now. Literally, the way it was when Hashem gave the Torah the first time, just like when Hashem gave the first time, He came down from heaven, and He gave us the Torah, the same thing the says. We're sitting right now learning Torah, guess what? Hashem is with us. I mean, think about that. Right here, right now, wherever you are, learning Torah, Hashem is learning with us. And that's why... It's not what, it's, what it says. And it's also brought down in halacha, Jewish law, that just like uh, when you learn Torah, just like um, when you learn Torah, you have to learn, and I'll say the expressions, four Hebrew expressions, that means it was done with awe and trembling and, uh, and fear. Obviously, it's a serious moment. So the same thing also, just like uh, when, when Hashem gave the Torah, people were like in awe, they were frightened, it was like, it was trembling. It was an awesome experience. The same thing also when we're learning Torah now, it has to be on the same level because Hashem is sitting here with us. So there has to be respect, there has to be dignity. We have to be, we recognize the fact that Hashem is with us. And especially like Deborah explains, the way it's brought down and says, these four expressions of Ema, Yira, Reses, and Zia, the spiritual experience and the emotions that we're going through when we're learning Torah, what's the idea of the four different Ema, Yira, Reses, and Zia? Each one corresponds to one of the four letters of God's name, Yud, Hey, and Vav, Hey. And as we know that when Hashem gave the Torah, Matan Torah, Hashem revealed Himself. And so what happens, and that's why there was Ema, Yira, Reses, and Zia, corresponding to every one of the letters of God's name. So the same thing also, when we sit now and learn Torah, Yud Kei Vav Kei is revealed. And therefore it affects within us, we should be sitting and learning in a way of Ema, Yira, and Reses, and Zia. Now, so what happens is when we learn Torah, we affect not only on us, but literally in the world, that the world becomes a vessel for godliness. When we learn Torah, we create the opportunity that the world becomes a vessel for godliness. Why is that? Because the fact is we know that the Torah is from God. But the Torah comes down, it goes down from level to level, and literally it's talking about physical things. Think that's God's Torah. In heaven you don't have physical things, but God went ahead and, and, and transported and, and, and presented the Torah in a way that deals with physical things. So that we, physical people living in a physical world, we have to comprehend the wisdom and the intellect and the godliness of the Torah with our thought, with our speech, with our action. And by doing that, we're drawing in the infinite God into the world. So the power of Torah is that we can bring godliness into the world. And as it's known, the Rebbe says, that the ten utterances, in Hebrew it's called Asura Mamores, the ten utterances that Hashem used to create the world, they're connected to the, uh, the ten commandments, which in Hebrew it's called Asura Sedibros. So the Asura Mamores, the ten utterances Hashem used to create the world, is connected to Asura Sedibros, Hashem used the, the ten commandments Hashem gave us. And like it says in the Zohar, the Zohar says, based on a verse in the Torah where it says, Asara, Asara, Hakap, Beshekel HaKodesh, so when it speaks about the measurement, it says ten, ten of the spoon in the holy, in, in, in the holy, in the holy uh, shekel. So the Zoya says, so <coughs> the uh, that that the asara asara is referring to the ten utterances and the ten commandments. So what happens when we learn Torah, which Torah is connected to the ten commandments? So we affect 
in the ten utterances that they should also be b'shekel akoydish. So as the Zohar is saying is, and we learn Torah, and Torah is holy. So we affect that holiness into that Sarah Marius that was used to create the world and we bring the, the holiness into the world. Now, and Deborah goes on to say a step further and a step deeper. This that we just learned, that the ten utterances and the ten commandments are equal. In other words, that means each one affects the other one. In other words, just like we learned before, when we learned Torah, so the ten commandments affect in the ten utterances and like it says clearly look into the Torah Hashem looked into the Torah he used it to create the world in other words the creation of the world which was done through the ten utterances the way they are in the Torah and they came down literally into simple things whatever the the ten utterances were to create a physical world so just like again the Torah creates a fusion into this world the same thing the opposite then we do our spiritual work in the world that was created by the ten utterances, and as we call it, milan dihadyoito, and as not the, the asaras and dimas are, are, are higher levels, but the, the utterances to create the physical world. So we, when we do our spiritual work in the physical world, we affect the, the, the ten commandments. And that's why Jeremiah says there's an, there's an explanation in the, in the, in what the Zohar, we just, this piece of the Zohar that we just learned before where it says asara asara, that the actual ten utterances are higher than the Ten Commandments. Since the Ten Utterances affect the Ten Commandments, in a certain way they're higher. And Rebbe goes on to explain, he says, it's like what Alter explains in, in, in Tanya, in Agaris HaKodesh, that when we, when Hashem gave us a Torah, so we have to have halacha, Jewish law. How do we know what Jewish law is? Not all the laws say we have the, they have the, they have the, they have the, they have, we have the, the Torah, the prophets, the, uh, the Mishnah, the Talmud, but how do we have the Jewish law? If the Jewish law is derived not on a spiritual, God didn't give us the Jewish law. The Jew, it comes from the Torah, but it gets derived by literally by an Hashem, a soul that's in a physical body, and we study Torah, we comprehend the Torah, we discuss the Torah. So, and that of a fact, because Hashem wants Torah to be learned in this physical world. And that's why the people from on high, people from heaven, come down to hear what does Torah say in this world? And like it's, like the Rebbe quotes the verse where it says, Chaveri and Makshiv and the the buddies from on high come down to hear what does Torah have to say in this world? And up to the point where Hashem says to the angels of heaven, why are you asking me? Let's go down to rabbinical court in this world. So we see that this physical world has the power to, when we we elevate the world, to elevate even the Ten Commandments. So that is when it comes to this physical world, elevating this world and elevating Ten Commandments. So the same thing Jeremiah says applies to chassan and kala, to the bride and the groom. In other words, since what we learn, that the chassan and kala, down here, where does it come from? It comes from the chasen and kal on high, the bride and groom on high. And what, is the, what does it mean, the bride and groom on high, the chasen and kal, the God and the Jewish people? It's referring to the svirot of Zah, which is called Zer Amp in a small face, a six midois, chesed, gavurit, tiferes, yesoid. That's represented by chasen. And kal is referring to malchus. 
It's on one level. So on one level that the the chasson kala gets from Zayn, from from the chasson kala, which is the first level Zayn malchus, even higher. It's referring to kucha brichu kadosh baruchu and shchina, which is referring to again the chasson kala on a very high level, which is referring to the oirin soif, the infinite light before the tzimtzum. And the Kav, the way it comes down, like to explain that length in the, the Hasidic discourse of the Rebbe Marash. Um, so the first level, the Rebbe says, what's the Chasun and Kala and Hai? referring to Zohar Malchus. The second level, the Rebbe says, is it's referring to the Oyerin Slate before the Tzimtzum and the Kav. And now the Rebbe says, even a higher level. <coughs> Up to the point of Kutcher Brichon Shkinte is referring to um, uh, uh, the way it's before the Tzimtzum, before even the Tzimtzum. So the Chasun and Kala get their energy from these high levels. However, when we do our physical work down here, and especially what's our work down here? Simchas Chasun and Kala, we make the Chasun and Kala happy, the Chasun and Kala, not on high, but down here, we actually draw in a greater light in the Chasun and Kala on high. The way it's in its source before the Tzimtzum. In other words, just like we learned before, when we learn Torah and we do mitzvahs down here, what do we do? We create a union of Kadosh Baruch and Shechina with, with, with the, high, the highest part of Hashem and the way Hashem dwells in this world, like explained in Tanya. And, and say the same thing also when it comes to Chasun and Kalas. On one hand, the Chasun and Kala, where, we, where Chasun and Kala receives the energy from a very, very high level. But on the other hand, when we do our work down here, and the, and, and, and the Chasun and Kala do their work, and we make the Chasun and Kala happy, not only do we affect the Chasun and Kala, but we actually affect it, Zayn Malchus, before the Timson and the Kav, and even higher, even before the Timson. Rebbe goes on to explain that in the Hasidic discourse in the previous Rebbe, he, he, he points out and he asks like this. It says, Ashabara sasen v'simcha chasen v'kala. So the question is, why did it say sasen v'simcha before chasen v'kala? But the fact is, what's the what's the joy in this blessing that we're making the chasen v'kala happy? And we, as we know, it says in the Talmud, Ketzon Meraktim, how do you dance in front of the Kala? So if the whole purpose is to, the Chassan and Kala is, is the subject matter, and everyone's making the Chassan and Kala happy, Hakim it says, Sassim and Simcha, and then Chassim and Kala. It should have said, Ashabara Chassim and Kala, and then Sassim and Simcha. That's question number one. Another question I've asked is, it says, Ashabara. Hashem created, use the term of creation. What did he create? Chassim and Kala. Now, what did we learn before? There's the chasen and kala down here, and then there's the chasen and kala on high. What is the chasen and kala on high? Hashem and the Jewish people. What level of Hashem? The first level Zod Malchus, up to the point that before the Tzimtzum. So since it's referring to chasen and kala also on high, how can you use the term Bria, creation? Hashem is before creation. Ashabara, you created chasen and kala, referring to Hashem. How do you use the expression Bria? And even when we're referring to the Kaladway in Sanhai, which again we learned before, it's referring to the sphere of Malchus. But what, what we're, which, which world is it talking about Sphere of Malchus? It's referring to a Sphere of Malchus isn't part of Atsilus. And we know in the world of Atsilus, there's ten spheres, not nine. Why? Because Malchus is part of the ten spheres of, uh, of Atsilus. Like I said, the Noichi Shloimi Amuni Yisrael, where it's totally complete. So Malchus is part of Atsilus. So if that's the case, Chasen and Hai is referring to Zah, and the Kala is Malchus all in Atzilus. How can you use the term Bria? Chasen and Kala is Zah and Malchus of Atzilus. Bria is the world after that. So he goes on to explain, he says, based on introduction, based on another verse which says in the prophet, it says, Lefanai loi noitzar kel. 
in front of me, before me, there wasn't Yitzira, but formation of Kale God. So he asked the question, one second, how do you use the expression of Yitzira on Kale, referring to God? Kale is one of the names of Hashem. And it's one of the names you now let erase. So what's the idea of Yitzira is, is actually lower than, than Bria. It's, it's for this creation and formation. In formation, how do you use it in reference to the name of Hashem? Hashem is much higher than that. It's referring to God. And the, the question on this verse of the funny Lai Noitzer Kale is much deeper and much stronger than the one of, of Ashabara. Why? Because Yitzira, Noitzer, is lower than Bria. So how do you use the expression of, of Yitzira when it comes to Hashem's name? So he explains over there as follows, the priest explains as follows, that when it says the Shem Kale, even though it's referring to a God, but Shem Kale is referring to God the way he has a connection with the world. Why is that? Because the Shem Kale is referring to which Shvira? Chesed. And we know in reference to Chesed, what does the verse say? Ki amarti, because I said, Oilam, a world, Chesed Yibona. So you see, Hashem says, I'm going to create the world with Chesed. So chesed is connected to the world. In other words, that the creation of the world comes through which sphere or sphere of chesed. And what's the what's what's the reason <coughs> of the whole sphere of chesed is to create the world. So you see again that chesed kale is connected to the sphere of chesed. Chesed is connected to the world, and the world was created through chesed. And chesed was created for the world. So based on this, he explains, that's why you're able to say the, the, the term Yitzira with the name El- Ekel. Why, since we're referring to Kale, which is connected to Chesed, which is a source to the world, so therefore you're able to have the expression Yitzira formation. So the same thing also he explains, that's why also in reference to Chatan, by the Chassan, it says Ashabara that he created. Why? Because we all know what it says in the Zayar, Chassan comes from the word of Chus Darga. It went down a level. In other words, even though the difference between <coughs> Chassan and Kala. Chassan is referring to, he said, Zah, the, the six Midois, and Kala is Malchus, and, um, and, that, and we, we explain it's in the way it's in the level of Atsilas, but nevertheless, over there it's ready to source to Bri Atsirasiya. So, in other words, that so Zah is the end of the world, of, of the world of, of the infinite world. Like the author explains in Torah, um, in in in, in, in Torah with the Ksaviyad of the of the of the of the, of the, pre, of the previous Rava, but nevertheless Chasan is the way it comes down a level. So since even though again it's it, it's a very high level, but since it's a downgrade, so you're able to use the world Bria 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 creation. So whatever is explained is like this. Just like Kale is God's name, but the way God is connected to the world, so therefore you can use the term formation. The same thing also with Chasan, even though it's referring to Zoran Malchus, the way it's Natsilos, but since it's the way it's, it's downgraded, so you since it's a downgrade, you can use the term Bria creation. That's in short. But now Rebbe's going to explain it more in depth, and he says like this. What does that mean? Rebbe says it's known that what is the reason why Hashem created the world? And not only created the world, but the whole Seder, Ishtalsh, the way things flow down from world to world, from Sphira to Sphira, the ten spheres in each world, etc. Knows the reason for creation of the world and the whole flow of all the spheres from one level to the next, it all comes, the sources, Chesed of Arian Saif. Knows because there's something which is called Chesed, 
Chesed is the, the, the energy to be, to give, the energy to love, the energy to be kind. So that's the source of the creation of the world and the whole flow of energy to go down from the highest level down to the lowest level. Why, why should God contract himself down to, to, to create a world of concealment? It comes from Chesed. Chesed, we're of Eirein Saif. So again, this is an important concept in mysticism, that the source of everything and all the worlds that were created, all the spheres, all the downgrades, all the concealment, it all comes from where one place, chesed of the infinite light. It's explained at length in a chesedic discourse called Abta Echad from the Mittler Rebbe, and in many, many chesedic discourses from the Mittler Rebbe. In other words, that the source of everything in this world comes from chesed of our insight. Now, this idea... And again, it's an important concept. Put it on your shelf of important knowledge of mysticism. That the source of this whole world comes from chesed, the very insight. Now, this idea of chesed, kindness of the infinite light, that is the general idea of revelation. Any revelation comes from chesed. Because if not for chesed, everything would be concealed. So chesed is the source of creation. Chesed is the source of any revelation. And like the, like the, the Tzamech Tzedek explains, the third Chabad Rebbe, in his notes on Tehillim, Based on the verse that says, um, Kale Elokim Havaya, to use the term Kale Elokim Havaya, Diber Vayikra Aretz, that these, all these names are referring to what? It also applies to ways before the Simpson, before, before the God created any contraction concealment. Now, Kale, he says, is referring to before the Simpson. And we know Kale, what we learned before, Kale is Chesed. And Chesed referring to the beginning of any revelation. In other words, when God created the first, the first um, uh, contraction of light, and then there was something that was filling up the light, all comes from Chesed. So therefore, Kale, since it goes back to Chesed even before the Simpson, it comes before the Shem Elohim. Why? Because what comes first? First is revelation. In other words, what's the source why God tried to create the world? Because He wanted to reveal. Comes from Chesed. Afterwards. In order to have the to create the creation, you need to have the tzimtzum, elokim. So another thing is, people think that what comes first? First, you have the contraction, and then you have the development of light. Everyone says no. You have to have the desire to give. That comes first. So the revelation comes first. Once you want to reveal, okay, it's too much. You have to create concealment. So chesed is the first level of revelation. Now, let's take it a step further. Even in the creation itself, that comes before God actually did the symptom, the contraction, the concealment. Like it says, like it says, in the beginning, God want, had had this thought to create the world with midas adin with judgment. In other words, so you see, the beginning, He wanted to create, He wanted to reveal. So, besides the fact. That the concealment, what's the purpose of concealment? Did God want to create a concealment to stay concealed? No. The concealment was, so there should be revelation afterwards. Like the, the Rebbe Rehman explains at length in the classic Hasidic discourse, the deep Hasidic discourse in Tafresh, Ayin Beis, many, many places. And those, so when you look at a concealment, you can look, oh, face value, this concealment. What does the Rebbe Rehman teach us? No, 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 that's revelation, because in order to have revelation, you need concealment. So anytime there's a concealment, what do you see? The naked eye sees the concealment. I don't see it. It's I, it, it, it's it's dark. What is the what does the smart eye see? No, this is the source of revelation. The concealment is to pave the way for revelation. So in other words, it's different when you look at symptom, when you look at concealment, when you look at restraint, when you look at hiding. 
it's coming from chesed. The source of everything is chesed. The source of giving is chesed. And the source of concealment is really chesed. Because what's the point of concealment? There should be a ray of light afterwards. And like the Rebbe brings from the Magad of the Rich that, <clears throat> and, he, and he expels it out, that the concealment on high is just like a parent that wants to teach his child everything he knows. He could just go ahead and teach them. No, he has to constrict and teach them little ideas that the child can comprehend so that the child should be able to get the small ideas. So in other words, the love that, that he wants to teach his child, the chesed, the love that he wants to that causes him to conceal. That causes the concealment. That causes the contraction. So you see from the example clearly that the concealment is a byproduct of love, byproduct of giving. So the concealment is all about chesed. In other words, the purpose of the symptom, the purpose of the contraction, the purpose of the concealment is so that the light should be able to come down and people on a lower level don't have light to receive it. Up until the point that we should receive the light, a very high light. What light? The light that shined before the symptom. That's the ultimate goal. Up to the point it should be a dear Eloi's Baruch Hashem, Hashem himself should dwell down here. The essence of Hashem. Just like when it comes to a dwelling place, the actual essence of the person dwells where. And the goal is that the essence of Hashem should be revealed. And like the prophet says, There's not going to be any more concealment. We're going to see. We're going to see everything. Everything is going to be fully revealed. So in other words like this. What's what's they're explaining so far? What is the whole idea, the source of anything that exists in this world? And the whole flow of energy and all they consume, everything comes from chesed. Now, what is the reason for building chesed? You know, so that you should have the world. Why did Hashem... Fine, we're saying everything comes from chesed. It starts out with chesed. It starts out with ava. And because of that, you have the, the revelation. And sometimes you have the, the concealment to create the ultimate revelation. But it starts with chesed. But again, everything we know has a cause and effect. Fine, we know it comes from chesed. But what is the cause for chesed? What built chesed? What built Abba? And Rabbi explains the, what, what builds chesed, what inspires chesed, what inspires Abba. And the term is, ki chafetz chesedu. Chafetz means he desires chesed. So you see there's something before chesed. What's before chesed? It's called chafetz. In other words, what do we see from here? That chafetz chesed is higher than chesed. Chesed is the love, the kindness, and that creates revelation or the concealment to bring the, the revelation. But what creates the chesed? What creates the kindness? What creates it? It all comes from, comes from chafetz. Chafetz. In other words, not only the way midois, chesed way, it's an emotion, it's part of chesed word first, part of the emotions, but even the way it's higher in its soul, because we know that every every sphere, even moichen, chabad, chachomin, das, has within it ten spheres. So the source of chesed way, it's a standalone sphere, or it's part of the spheres of moichen, it also comes from chafetz. In other words, what's the source of everything? Chafetz. What does chafetz mean? He, he has a desire. Which is part of the sphere of Ratzoin and Tainug. Kesser is made up of Ratzoin and Tainug, and that's a source. But the, his desire, what was his desire? What was the Ratzoin Hashem? What was the Tainug of Hashem? The Tainug was, it should be Chesed. And this Chafetz, this desire, is the cause that creates Chesed, and from there gets the whole world. So now you see the whole chain of effect. It starts with Chafetz, desire. The desire to be chesed, and from there you have the whole world. So where does the world come from? Chesed, which comes from, comes from chafetz. So now the explains like this. 
What do we say? Chasen comes from the word, a chatan comes from the word of chois darga. It goes down, it goes down, it goes down a level. Why? <clears throat> because it comes down from the level of chafetz of chesed, which is higher than chesed. So chasen means it goes, it came down from the chafetz, which is higher down. In other words, this that God had, had woke up and he had a, 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 a want and a, da, a desire that he should have chesed. So it's actually a downgrade in comparison to what? To comparison to the essence, the essence of the infinite light of Hashem. What we just learned, you have the world. Everything comes from chesed. Chesed comes from where? From chafetz. But guess what? Is that what Hashem is? Chafetz? No, Hashem is the infinite light. So chafetz itself that created chesed, which created the world, that itself is a downgrade from the essence of the infinite light. And based on the Shabbat says, that's why you can say, that's why it says, the priest explains in the discourse that Chasson is not what we learned is Chais Darga goes down a Darga, goes down from a level from Oyen Saif, Atman Saif to, to, to Chafetz. But Chasson also is from the expression of Iskashras, a connection. Why? This is where the infinite light, so to speak, connects with the, the um, to create the world. In other words, this that God decides to create the world, that is the, the want and the will. So chasen comes from a connection, the connection between the infinite part of Hashem to, to, to this world. Now, back to the point. So what are we saying? That it's a downgrade from the atmosphere inside to the level of chafetz. Now, since this is a downgrade to be chafetz chesed, and it's a downgrade you can't even compare to the essence of the infinite light. So that's why, now there explains beautifully why it says asher bara, when it says asher bara, if, if what we asked before, Bara, you're saying Bara creation reference to Hashem? Hashem is infinite. How can you say Bara? Hashem is before Bria. And the answer is, Bara is referring to the fact that Hashem is the essence of the infinite light, went down from the level of the essence of the infinite light to become Chafetz Chesed, to create Chesed, to create the world. Now, based on this, Jehovah explains, that's why we'll understand now, when, when in reference to, Chas, to the Chatan, it says Bara, Bria, creation. And by when it comes to the name Kale, by the Chasen, it says Bria. And when it comes to the name Kale, we said it's, 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 it used the, use the term Yitzira, um, formation. And it was like, the, like the verse says, Why? Because the level of Chafetz Chesed, another which means it's the desire that should be Chesed, it's even higher than formation, higher than Seer. So therefore, since Chafetz Chesed is referring to the level of Chasen, it was a downgrade, that's why it says Bria. Because it's coming from the infinite light to Chafetz Chesed. However, the part of Chesed itself, which Shane Kale is Chesed, which is like even before the Timson, since it's a formation of Chesed, that's why it's called Yitzira. So now the Zerbe is explaining like this. Beautiful. There's the essence of the infinite light. There's the Chafetz Chesed. There's the Chesed. And then the way it comes down to this world. By the Chatan, which is referring to it, goes down a level. It's going down from where? It's going from the essence of infinite light to the Chafetz. And that's why it's one level down. It's called Bria. On the other hand, Shem Kale is referring to the actual sphere of Chesed. And that's why it uses the term Yitzhira. So based on this, Torah explains beautifully. That's why it says that Shabara, that he created Sasain Vesimcha Chasim Akala. It's referring to what? The creation of Chasen and Kala, not only the Chasen and Kala down here, but the Chasen and Kala on high. That from, and then from that level comes down the Chasen and Kala down, that, down here. Why? Because it's coming down, it, it, it went away from, from the infinite light to the Chafetz Chesed. Now, and that's why it's called Chasen, Chatan, the, the groom, and Kala, the bride. 
Because we know the name that something is called in Hebrew is referring to the essence of the idea. And not only that, it's referring to it actually, it's, it's, that's what gives it life force. Like the, like the Balshant of taught that any name that we have, those letters, the, the letters, the, 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 the word, that gives it its life force. Well, why is that? Because what is Chasan? Chasan again is from the level of Chois Darga. Went down the, from the, from, from the Darga of, from the level of Atmosar and Sarif to the level of, of, of Chafiz Chesed. Like, like we explained before. And Kala, on the other hand, comes from the word of Kiloyan. It's a yearning. Or like the verse says, Kalsa Nashi. My soul is yearning. Which is the two levels in Kala, like the author explains at length in Kutatura. Now, what's the intent? What's the reason why Hashem created the Chasan and Kala on high? So that you should bring down the energy from Chasan Kala on high down to the Chasan and Kala down in this world. And like we already learned before, based on the verse that says, Ki Amarti Hashem said, Oilam Chesed Yibana. Hashem wanted to create a world from Chesed, that the whole reason for Chesed is so that we should have the physical world. Chesed is all about taking the Chesed and Kala from high to bringing down Chesed and Kala into this world. So therefore, when we do our physical work, our spiritual work in this world, our spiritual work in this physical world, and especially, what is our work that we make the Chasan and Kala happy? Literally, we make them happy. You go to a wedding and you dance and you sing and you give them presents and you make them happy. So what happens then is, not only are you making the Chasan and Kala down here happy, but you're actually ele- you're creating happiness for the Chasan and Kala and High, which is referring to, the, referring to Hashem and the, and the Jewish people on all levels. Zayn Malchus, the, the, the light before the symptom, etc. And up to the point where you have Samach to Samach, Reim Ahuvim, that you create joy and happiness between the friends and the lovers, just like, just like it was, they were, they were happy and high in the Garden of Eden. And what does that mean? The way they had it before the sin of, before the primordial sin. Because and then the world we know is complete. And like the verse says clearly in the Torah, This is the offspring of the heaven and the earth, when Hashem created. And in the world, the word Torah so it's spelled with two vows. That means it was complete. Not only that, since the intent of the downgrade and creating this physical world, which unfortunately happened by the sin, of the primordial sin by the Eitz and what was the reason of the sin, as we know? Even though it was a downgrade, but the downgrade to purposes for an upgrade. So, in other words, the, so therefore, itself understood. If we're going back, we're not just going back to the same place as before. So we have to go higher. So when we do our spiritual work after the sin of, of, of the Etzadas, we're going to create a much higher revelation. Like it's like it was the beginning of the world. Like it says, like, like the, and the prophet says, "Ela toilos parrots." So over there also refers to the offspring of parrots. It also uses the word toilos and has twice vav, which means it's complete. But as we know that the toilos parrots. In, uh, even though it's the same word as in, in beginning of creation, but with the, on the, when it comes to parrots, it's a much higher level, higher than the, the creation in the beginning of Why? Because very simple. We started off here. Unfortunately, there was a downgrade. The downgrade is to have an upgrade, not to go to the same place. You have to go higher. But when are we going to actually benefit and really see the upgrade that takes the, the upgrade that's going to be much higher? The revelation of this is going to be when Mashiach comes. And like the verse finishes off, and it says, in reference to uh, Toyota's parrots, it says with it clearly, David. Jesse gave birth to David. And we're referring to David Malcha Meshicha. Then we're going to see the ultimate revelation that's going to take place through our void in this world. 
And he ever finished off and he says as follows. This revelation is going to be very, very soon and literally in our generation. And it's going to happen with kindness, with compassion, and with good, and revealed good. And it's going to happen through our actions and our spiritual work in these 6,000 years of Gullus. And it's also referring to the time of Gullus and also the place of Gullus. And especially, especially, what type of work, and this is important for every one of us that learn Chassidus and teach Chassidus, and especially of doing the work of spreading Chassidus, this wellsprings of the, of the teachings of the Balshamtoif, and especially the way it was revealed through the Alter Rebbe after Yutas Kislev. And as we know, the, what the Rebbe Rashab taught us, that the whole idea of spreading the wellsprings of Chassidus started mainly after Petersburg, after Yutas Kislev. And by spreading Chassidus, we're going to merit that, 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 that Asi, Mar, Damalka, Mashiach, Mashiach is going to be revealed. And then we're going to have the real marriage of God and the Jewish people. And the, the marriage of God and the Jewish people together. On, 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 where it's going to be totally one, total completion. Uh, to, uh, on, on the highest level. And like it's explained at length, based on the verse... Where it says, "Ki made says from the Eretz and Shrim around the flood, just like when we went out of Egypt, we saw wonders." In other words, that the that with the 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 ideas, what's going to happen when Mashiach comes? It's going to be Niflois, which means Nun Plois, fifty wonders, and they're going to be much greater than the than the wonders and the miracles that took place when we went out of Egypt. And because because then we're going to have the ultimate and the complete marriage. And Rabbi finishes off and says it should happen the Karayv Mamish. Literally, very, very soon, bimheira, quickly bimeinu in our days. So again, here's another beautiful, powerful chassidic discourse in the Rebbe, and on, on the on the uh, verse of Ashabara Sasim Asimcha, and it shows us that we can do with our avoida of making the chassan and kala happy. We make the chassan and kala happy down here. We make the chassan and kala happy and high, and we'll all merit that God willing, we'll have the greatest simcha, like the Rebbe finished off and says, with the coming of Mashiach. And next class will be in your shalayim ir hakodesh. Have a great and blessed week. Shavua tov.